is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Krista Stratton. Your headphones too hot. No, they're perfect. They're good. All right. Who are you? Oh, Christy Stratton. Yes, I forgot for like a second. Uh, Christy's here. Yay! (laughs) We've been uh, we've been planning this for a long time, and then I got sick, and then Christy's busy, and but uh, but here we are. Yay! It's February. We got you in here. Yeah. uh, The first two months of the year. Mm. You brought your lunch. You got your water. I did. I I'm you know at least ready in that regard. You got everything. What kind of water bottle is that you're drinking from? It's a B. KR? BKR? It's a glass, but it has a nice little pink. Is it difficult to, to wash sheet? that? You just put some liquid in there and some yeah, hot water? I don't, I don't, I don't really. I rinse. I <laughs> do a half ass really rinse, stick a finger in there. Because yeah, no one else is, uh, is drinking from that but you. Yeah. Well, my son sometimes. Sometimes he'll take, but you know what? Then what about the coronavirus? Oh, goodness. <sighs> Although, hey, we sh- this is a time to go to Europe now, right? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's dirt cheap if you are healthy. Uh, Pilar bought me tickets to go to London in April, but now I don't know oh. if I'm going to go now. going to have to wait a little bit. Well, there haven't been any. It's just Italy, right? I get. Uh, we're worried, like, I go over there and I don't get sick, but, I, but then I get, like, stranded there. Like, right. I can't get back. Well, boo-hoo, right? <laughs> stranded in London. London for a month. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I better rethink this. Maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I, I do go know. over. My stepbrother lives in Singapore. Okay. And a couple of weeks ago, when it was just there were a few cases there, mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, his son is still going to school. They, he's working from home, but he's like, there's been a run on like toilet paper and like just regular goods and services." So I said, "Can we send you some toilet yeah. paper?" Yeah, really. Uh, but he seems to be okay. All right, but how yeah. does it? Uh, well, I haven't read up uh, much on it because so so many times these fanatical things happen, and then uh, three weeks later you don't hear about it anymore. Like SARS. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So what? Uh, what? How does this attack my uh, my system? I don't know. But I think because we're of a certain age, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, who who can survive it? Just uh, infants? I, I think the robust, the healthy and young. All right. I don't know. All I right. really don't know either. I, I, okay. Honestly, hmm. I've just been so busy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you there's can't, only, can't. I can't, like, there's only so much... I can concern manage. yourself with. Yes, yeah. I can't manage it. I really. What does uh, is uh, bless the hearts? Is it back in production? We yes, we're writing season two now. In fact, I should be working. I'm off on script, and so I should be writing. Um, but we are. I guess it's episode seven or eight that we're writing now. And when do you write? Do you do you get up first thing in the morning and get it done, or is it? Uh, um, or do you wait till uh, your deadline is uh, coming up and then you just uh, ram through it? Well. We're sent off with a lot of stuff. Like, it, we, it, we're not really starting from scratch. We're okay. starting from a room-written outline. Okay. And she pairs us uh, with people. So the, my co-writer, now that I have one, it's good because it makes me 
um, accountable. Yeah, you don't want to let that person down. Right. Otherwise, I'd just be in my PJs Mm -hmm. all day. And like, oh, when the mood strikes, I would go beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, clack, clack, clack. Um, (laughs) That's a Fisher-Price computer. (laughs) But but having someone and you're right there and you're working, it's... I like it. I actually like being able to work with So are you two sitting down in front of the computer together side by side? Um, yeah. Well, like if we're in a spare room at the office, I'm behind the keyboard because okay. he's kind of a junior writer, but okay. he's real good with jokes. So I can kind of take, because he's fast. Okay. I love writing jokes, but I am not fast. Mm-hmm. So I kind of uh, will make sure the scene is crafted in a certain way mm-hmm. or set up in a certain way, and then he'll just throw out, like just... He's amazing. So like if I was looking at your script, it it just might have a lot of parentheses that say insert joke here. Well, what I would do is I would just kind of sit. I'd sit and wait and I'd be like, oh, what's that? And I'd look up something online Mm -hmm. and like that would be a dead end. Um, Or then I, oh, there's having a sale at ShopBop. Like it's a very scatter shot. But then in that last day, I, I, I can, once I have the printout, I can kind of hunker down and in but i i'm not one of these people i saw nancy myers speak once and um she's a big film writer um she uh, writes the rom-coms right, that uh, right. possibly she's, older women might enjoy uh, <laughs> or young women <laughs> anywho come on so i she <laughs> has a thing where like she'll get up at a certain time in the morning mm-hmm. takes her kid to school comes back writes from this time to this time mm-hmm. then she goes to the gym and the, and i just i can't do that yeah. i can't I try, mm-hmm. but it's usually like, ooh, I'll, I'll be right about to fall asleep and I'll think of a solve to something. Because to me, it's all a puzzle. It's yeah. just a puzzle. And I have to kind of like, how do I solve these little things and make it funny? Or yeah. what's the game of the scene? And it's so it's not just a straight kind of mm-hmm. people interacting. And I, oh, that'll come to me when I'm, you know, in my car. Or in and, the shower right, or whatever. Right, yeah. right. And you got to remember it. Yeah. Go write oh, it down. Yeah, because I am not. If I don't write that down right like, before what, what sleep, what was the thing? Yeah, oh yeah, my god. Yeah, I fixed everything, and now I've forgotten it. Like unless I write it down. Yeah, that's there rough. was this thing called night notes that I used to use, which was um, a pad in a casing that had a light on it. So when you pulled the pen, oh, the a little on. light came on, so that like you didn't disturb your you know partner. Yeah. But still, anytime I rustle for pens or anything, he's like, what, what's, who's dead? And, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, yeah, it's. I thought night notes was you just elbow Gary and say, hey, write this down. <laughs> no, 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 it is. And then I look at it and I'm like, what was this? I thought this was great. Are you a, uh, are you a late night person or early morning person? Really Not for neither. writing, just really for, neither. for whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Sometimes you want to stay up. Sometimes you have to get up early. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm more of a night person than a morning person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gary takes Johnny to school. Thank goodness. That's Yeah, that's what I do at our house too. I take the kid to school. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like up. <laughs> You're up. And you had a birthday this weekend. A birthday this weekend. I was just, I can't believe that it was six years ago that, that it was my 50th that everyone was at the house. Yeah. That doesn't seem. That, that doesn't like, seem like six years like ago. Two Pat. years ago, right? Doesn't seem like six years no, ago. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how time goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what did I do on my 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 birthday birthday? Uh, Rita and I went to see a scary movie. She likes horror movies. Okay. So Which saw, one? We saw uh, Brahms, The Boy Two. Okay. 
and uh, which has an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. <laughs> and I got to be honest, when you see an 8%, I expect it to be horrible. And this was no, in no way an 8%. Okay. It's in no way an 8%. Uh, the Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage is an 8%. This is not an 8 I mean, <laughs> huh. th- this was exactly what... It was exactly what I thought it would be. It had nice little, you know, an eight percent. That's like going to be shitty, totally right. shit. It wasn't okay. So what a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it, I mean, look, I'm not recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> but we saw the first one. We had, we had rented the first one a couple weeks Brahms ago. The boy. Yeah, it was, the first one's just called the boy. Oh. But the boy's name is Brahms. It's a it's it's one of those oh, ones with the like do- Damien. It's a possessed doll. Oh. It's a doll. You know, maybe oh, they'll spend, maybe Brahms and Annabelle will have a movie together with okay. Chucky right. and something else down the line when they do that, you know, when they take the horror films and they put them all together. Well, the, the possessed doll is a very mm-hmm. good trope. It is, yeah. it is, you know, it it's was good. I, I, there is, right. Like it's, that is creepy. I, you can't deny that. It was certainly creeping Katie Holmes out. She's, oh. uh, she's the star of the film. She's the mom. Oh, Okay. But, you know, the doll would be, you know, the doll sitting there and then you look away and then the doll's head is turned and you're like, well, the doll's head just like that before. Yeah. And then you, then you look and then you hear footsteps and the doll's gone. Hello. 8%. Oh my gosh. Now, was there any like animal that was suspicious of the doll? Yes. Okay. (laughs) There was a dog. And guess what ends up, guess what ends up to that dog? No. Yes. They did not kill a dog. No, they did kill a dog. (gasps) I mean, you don't see it happens off screen. You see the bloody carcass. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Brahms isn't fooling around. No, he is not. He's not fucking around at all. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. So we did that. And then I said, do you want to go get uh, uh, pedicures? And she goes, can I get a manicure pedicure? I said, yeah. She goes, can I, she goes, I'm going to get polish. Are you going to get polish? I go, do you want me to get polish? And she said, yeah, get black polish. So my toes are, my toes are black. Okay. Not my toe. My toe nails are. Yeah. It uh, startles me every time I take my sock off. I'm like, oh, 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 that's right. It's just polish. It's just polish. Like someone's hit your feet with a bat. Yes. Uh yes. Uh, What else did I do? I went to, you know, went to, we went out for a romantic dinner Friday night, just Pilar and I. Where'd you go? Uh, There's a, there's actually a really nice Italian restaurant that just opened that's in walking distance from our house. Oh, that's nice. It's called, I don't know how to say it, but it's H period, O period, M period. I don't know. I don't know how you say it. I don't know how you say it. H-O-M? We just call it the the nice Italian restaurant (laughs) because I don't know how you, I don't know. And I don't know why I didn't ask the guy when we're there. I don't know why I never say, how do you pronounce this restaurant? I should just call them on the phone and see how they answer. Right. Hello, H period, O period, M period. Mm-hmm. Would you like to make a reservation? Mm-hmm. I don't know what it stands for. I don't know anything about it. All right. Uh, so that's what we did. Okay. Relaxing, chilled out, watched some James Bond movies. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, because I'm a guy, so I, I have to watch all the James Bond movies before <laughs> the new one comes out. Oh, okay. Because that's what guys do. I just never got, I would never got on that train. The, the, every time Pilar will come in for just a second, it'll be like the, the most misogynistic, sexist part <laughs> of uh-huh, all time. Uh-huh. Like, uh, <laughs> I can say this, it's you, you don't care. But, uh, well, I mean, you care, but there's a scene, I, I don't even remember, like I, I've seen From Russia With Love a million times. I, I, don't, rem- I, didn't, I don't remember this until my wife comes in and it's on. The, he's telling this woman, Connery's telling this woman, she's very beautiful. And she goes, really? I, th- I don't like my features. I feel like I have, uh, my mouth's too big. And he says, it's just the right size. <laughs> for, and then he says, for me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and Pilar's like, this is awful. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember that line. I never remember him saying that line. Ugh. Oh, yeah, terrible. That's terrible. It's so gross. And like, <laughs> that's not, it, it's pure setup. Like there's no reason yeah. that anyone no. would ever complain no. about this song. And I'm like, well, this is 1961 or oh, two. Boy. So, all right. <laughs> uh, that's where we're at there. But, um, so that's it. And, and then what's happening with, uh, with your other scripts? Uh, Anything uh, happening? No, but it's, uh, I'm very busy. Mm. Very busy. Many oars in the water. I just saw your friend, uh, Louis Anderson last Thursday. Oh. He hosted the, uh, Eddie Money tribute concert. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, how cool. Uh, a couple of times he didn't even come out on stage to introduce the artist, this cracked me up so bad. Uh, so it's uh, so Mickey Thomas was one of the performers that oh. night from Jefferson Starship yes. and Starship. So just from off, off, just from off stage, you just hear it wasn't ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mickey Thomas. It was just this Mickey Thomas. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, that's the worst introduction I've ever heard in my life. But you know, what are you going to do? He's not a young man. Uh, no, well, none of the guys on that show <laughs> yeah. were young. But yeah. uh, it was except for James Hetfield. Oh wow! Yeah, that was a shock because they said and special guests, and he was one of the special guests. Who knew that this guy would have touched so many? I know. I lives. guess he was just he was just a nice, friendly guy, and yeah. so that made makes an impression in a business full of shitty people. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. All right, we're talking about someone who I believe was probably a super nice person. I can only imagine. Oh, I'm sorry, still is. <laughs> because she's, yes. she's still she's with us. very much with us. Linda Ronstadt, there's a documentary out right now called The Sound of My Voice. I have uh, five Blu-ray copies to give away in uh, conjunction with this episode. I just brought it so I would remember. It's fantastic. To talk about it. it is. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fan- it is great. It's, uh, it's great. And Linda Ronstadt, she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's not a singer-songwriter. She's a, she's a vocalist who interprets yes. other people's songs. Absolutely. And sometimes the songs are written for her. And, yes. uh, and she like can Elvis. sing any style of music. Yeah. Doesn't really. matter what it is. It's very interesting as I was picking songs. Like there's some that are just rock and roll numbers, yep. some country numbers, mm-hmm. some ballads. It's just all over the place. It's all In over a way the place. that not many people could pull off, I would say. Uh, no, I don't think so at all. I mean, some people just stay in their lane and that's it. Right. Like if you think of, okay, who's it? Like, I think Barbara Streisand is an amazing vocalist. Well, yes. But she can't really rock out or do. No, she doesn't rock. Kind of country yeah. things. No, no. no, it, uh, no. It's, it's hard for Jewish people to do the country sometimes, right? Well, but she does Christmas music so well. Okay. Neil Diamond does Christmas music, but I don't mm. know that he's going to do the country. Although he did record a. An album called Tennessee Moon that was kind of a country album. It's not that good. Okay. <laughs> so we uh, so we're gonna go through uh, yeah. we're gonna go through her catalog from uh, beginning till whenever we end up. Yeah. Tons of songs. Uh, hard to pick songs because there's so many. There's so many, and what's so interesting too, because I'm like, oh. Uh, should I throw in some deep cuts? And I'm like, I just don't know that they're, I mean, the the hits are so good. And the other cuts, not that they're not good, but they're just, in, in, they pale, I think. Yeah, the the hits are, are so undeniable. Uh, but yes. That to not feature them would uh, be, you know, what am I going to, well, we're just going to play, we're not going to play the songs everyone knows. We're going to play these deep. Well, right. Well, well, okay, I guess. It, I what? think I have two of those on here, maybe. Okay. 
But they're, they're actually, one's a well-known song, but maybe you didn't know that she did a version of it. Sure. It's one of those things. Yeah. And we'll try to give uh, some uh, accolades to the songwriters. And uh, you ready? You ready? I'm ready. You ready to hear some music? Oh, I got three from you up top. I see they're yeah. crossed down on my Yeah, page. I didn't want you to see what they I were. love that. I love this. This is terrific. This first one is with her uh, band, The Stone Ponies. Mm-hmm. It's from their album, Evergreen, Volume 2. It's written by a monkey. It's written by Mike Nesmith. And this song is called Different Drum. Very young Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, I never get tired of that song. No, I don't either. Never. I really love it. Yeah, some of those old songs, I'm like, ah, but this one, I could, I could listen all the way through every. What's time. an old song comes on and you're just like, you're done with it? Well, it's funny. I was thinking of this because I think she did a version, and I think of David Wilde, uh, "Walk Away, Renee." I know it's a great song, but for that just comes right to mind, and I'm like, oh, I, I don't need to hear "Walk Away, Renee." She said the Left Bank. Yes, I think is his. and I, I know he loves it. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know why that one came up into my head, but yeah. I get it. Though I mean, there's yeah, I, I understand some of the Beach Boys songs. Which are great. Again, this is not a mm-hmm. knock on the quality of this music. <laughs> right. You're it just, is endured for a reason. You, you, I, I'm sure I, someone might say that about uh, about um, Let the Good Times Roll. Someone might, uh, might say... Some horrible person, maybe. <laughs> not a good person. Uh, I will be seeing Elliot Easton this Saturday <gasps> night at the... Uh, there's a Love and Spoonful oh, right. show oh, at the uh, Alex Saturday. Theater in Glendale. Yeah, they did that before, I think. Yeah, but the Love and Spoonful's actually reuniting. They're, they're, <gasps> John Sebastian's coming in from New York. And he, wow. Three of the four original members. So that's, wow. that's going to be fun. So if you believe in magic, I know. get yourself to the Alex Theater. I know. It's gonna, somewhere in the city. The um, uh, three former guests of the show are going to be on that night. Elliot Easton, uh, Bill Moomy, and Marshall Crenshaw are on the show. Oh. Carney Wilson. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be fun, I think. Should be. Yeah. yeah. That sounds awesome. It's it's another one where I was, uh, I called uh, Chip Chinnery to see if he wanted to go and uh, he couldn't go. And Pilar was in the doorway and she's like, uh, I'd like to go to that one. I'm like, oh, oh. speak up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I go, if Chip said no, what am I going to do? She didn't want to go to the Eddie Money tribute concert? Oh my God, no. <laughs> oh, Lord above, no. No, no, no. John Waite? I know. It was amazing. It was that really. Looks, like, I'm like, what? What? What is this? I'm like, this is everyone. These are all people in my, in, in, uh, in my wheelhouse. The only, uh, the only disappointment was Rick Springfield had the flu, so he canceled. Oh, no. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on. 
Next song is from 1970. It's an album called Silk Purse. I think it's the one where she's like in, you know, in like the, with a pig. Yeah, she's in like a pig pen with two pigs. Did you ever see this cover? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, but this, this song is written by uh, uh, Carol King and Jerry Goffin. And this is uh, Will You Love Me Tomorrow. That's a classic. Mm. Let's hear her version. You never heard her version? No. Yeah, yeah. There's so many songs that she's done that uh, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're moving on uh, for my next pick, and then we're going to do a three from Christy. This is from uh, her self-titled album, 1972, just called Linda Ronstadt. And this is a song that she uh, recorded. This is a Jackson Brown song called Rock Me on the Water. There's no time to find you now Oh, your walls are burning And your towers are turning I gotta leave you here And try to get down to the sea somehow Rock me on the water The Jackson Brown song that I've always liked. Yeah. And I like her version. It's so funny looking at these uh, first couple albums by her. Albums were so short back then. Like these albums are like 32 minutes, 29 minutes long, just 10 huh. songs. And there's a, it's a who's who of everyone on this album. I mean, uh, Glenn Fry's on this, uh, Bernie Ledden, uh, uh, JD Souther, Don Henley. I mean, all, all the all the all the names from uh, you know back in the day before everyone broke big were on these albums. When I went to see the movie in the theater, mm-hmm. Waddy Wattell, it was going to be like a Q and A with Waddy Wattell, mm-hmm. and Jackson Brown showed up, and it was such a surprise, and it was so exciting. Uh, but I hate Q and As because there's always the one. <laughs> there's always the one. Yeah. What was the question that they asked? Well, she, this woman said that her husband was like a sound engineer at one of these places. And they were like, oh, yeah, they, we mentioned him in the movie. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just saying he may have some tracks. He may have some. I'm like, is she trying to shake them down? Like what? <laughs> and she just went on and on. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to leave. I want to leave this theater right now. Did uh, And it was Jackson Brown. Do you have a beard or no beard? Was he beard or no beard? No beard. All right. Sometimes he has a beard. Hmm. Makes him look too old because his beard's gray. Because he looks pretty good for he his age. He looks great. Yeah. And uh, Waddy Wachtel still rocking that curly hair. Oh, just looks the same. I met uh, I met him uh, right before Christmas. I went to see hmm. Roddy, Waddy Wachtel and Russ Kunkel and Leland Sklar and Danny Korchmar. They played out at a, at a bar in a Westlake Village. Wow. And, uh, and I got to meet them all afterwards. And uh, they were so nice. They were like, they like really like uh, talk to you. Can I get a picture? Put their arm around you. I mean, they were amazing. Wow. They were so cool. So uh, I'm trying to get, uh, supposed to get, well, I'm supposed to get Waddy on the show. So. Oh, I mean, that would be cool. It's worked with everyone. 
Yeah. It's crazy. Adam Sandler. <laughs> he has. He has. Stevie Nicks. I mean, just uh, Warren Zevon, Jackson Brown, James Taylor. It's crazy. And Linda. So now, uh, okay, you got some for us. Let's yes. do it. Um, for me, Linda's music, it, I, I just, it really puts me in my childhood. And my mother was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And it was Carol King Tapestry. It was her stuff, but also Linda. And these songs are all, uh, a lot of them are just associated with that time in my life. Um, this first one is kind of a country one that I just love. Uh, it's Silver Threads and Golden Needles. And it's from the album Don't Cry Now. I don't want your lonely mansion with the tear in every room. All I want to love you promised beneath the haloed moon. But you think I should be happy with your money and your name and hide myself in sorrow while you play your chicken game. Love it, love that song. In the uh, in the documentary, she just uh, she kind of kind of fell into it too. I mean, success. She just kind of came out here with like some guys from her hometown and see what would happen. Yeah, and uh, and it happened for her, uh, you know. And then uh, the the record label got rid of the the Stone Ponies and just made it. Right, Linda but Ronstadt. I loved how like they had no hard feelings about it. Like there yeah, was no one no. that that said that she was anything but, but lovely. Lo- but lovely. But but I think Dolly was kind of insinuating that like she's a perfectionist and like that that part. Yeah. But no. But it seemed like there were no hard feelings when mm-hmm. she left the Stone Ponies. I like that part where Dolly says like Linda would say no no sing it like this and Dolly's like no you can sing it like that I can't <laughs> sing it like that yeah and that's Dolly Parton saying that who can sing yes ah so good um and, all right well th- I'll go go to my next one all right um I love this song this is just another th- these next two songs I can remember in my single mom's breakups that she would have with randos <laughs> and so a how lot many, of- how many randos would come into play. I mean, they weren't random. I mean, she didn't, she'll date someone for a long time. Okay. Like it wasn't like there was a swinging door of randos. And, and how old are you at this time that you can Oof. remember uh, well, the, the first guy coming in that your mom's dating? Um, Gosh. Well, six or seven, mm-hmm. I can remember. Gary or David. Okay. But then when there was a breakup, it was the music would come on like this song, You're No Good. I can remember her singing Davy, You're No Good. I have such clear memories. Um, and this, of course, famously covered by Van Halen, but I love both versions. Here we go.
come on. Now, like, that is quality. Now, I want to comment, <laughs> uh, of all the songs we've played so far, the uh, the production on this song uh, is far and away better than those last songs, and that's yes. because this is when she starts to work with Peter Asher as oh. her producer. Pro- and probably the... Um, I would probably say it's the longest uh, professional relationship she she ends up having uh, in her career because he produces, I think he produces everything up through the standards albums, like every single album. Hmm. So, um, and you can tell he's getting, he's getting, I mean, the voice is the voice. Right. But he's, everything sounds on point there. Yes, you know. yes. Agreed. And then this next one, um, would I can remember my mother buying the 45 coming into my room that had the Mickey Mouse record player where his hand was the needle. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, I can very clearly remember this one. This is When Will I Be Loved. amazing to me that she had no problems uh recording a song that was a hit for someone else yes like an, an iconic song for someone yes. else she's like well let me give let me give it my spin yeah and then making it a hit again yes i ha, she did multiple buddy holly songs correct uh, yeah yeah and uh well, this is actually an everly brothers oh song. okay well what were the buddy holly ones um, um uh i, I uh, 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 uh that'll be the day yes yeah all right, that's what I'm thinking of. That one, and that one's a good one too. This album has songs written by Paul Anka, uh, Hank Williams, James Taylor, uh, J.D. Souther. I mean, it's just it's incredible. I guess uh, I guess back then you wanted to get a song into Linda Ronstadt's hands or on one of her albums because that's where the the ka-ching would come from. Right, and yeah. in the documentary they talk about Desperado, about how that yeah. record was going nowhere. Then she recorded it, and it made them yeah, made it a hit for yeah. It. yeah. And then, then when yeah. they would sing it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is that Linda Ronstadt song. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's our song, but okay, we'll take it. Uh, okay, next song is uh, coming from me. This is from 1975. The album is Prisoner in Disguise, again, produced by Peter Asher. And this song is, it's, it's a classic, Tracks of My Tears. Mm.
On this album, she also records her version of I Will Always Love You, the Dolly Parton song. And Heat Wave is on here. I yes, mean, that's a great one. Tons of tons of great songs on this. And then here is the the next album is Hasten Down the Wind, and this is that Buddy Holly song oh. you just referenced. <laughs> yes. album also features two songs that Linda did help write. One's a, a Spanish thing, which I, I can't read the title. <laughs> it has the translation here. I'm sorry, my love is what it translates to. And another one called uh, Try Me Again that she wrote with Andrew Gold. Oh. You know, the guy who wrote Lonely Boy. That yeah. guy. Oh, what a lonely boy. So now you have a song off Hasten Down the Wind too. Tell yes. us what that is. This is a Carla yes. Bonoff song. This is Someone to Lay Down Beside Me. You can wake up in the middle of the night to write down your ideas. Correct. Yes. She's about to do the belt. Yeah. She can do like the like the soft mm-hmm. stuff and still sound great, and then the louder stuff and still yep. sound great, and the high and the low. Like there's nowhere on the register right. that is is doesn't work. And, for then, her. and then she can also <laughs> belt it out. Yeah, it's uh, it, it amazes me whenever I'm I'm at a show at the Troubadour and I think about Linda Ronstadt played here and James Taylor and Elton John and Jackson Brown and the Eagles and Steve Martin. It's just like it's such a small it's such a small venue. Like it is, it's unbelievable. Also, I want to say, I don't know how they did it back then because she virtually or literally has an album every year from like 1967 through 1982. Like there's an album like almost every single year with hits. Right. But I guess if you have, uh, you know, a good ear of like, oh, I would sound good singing this song Mm -hmm. as opposed to. You know, writing them, writing maybe all the songs, it, right? It, you know, not that it's not insanely um, incredible what she does, but still, but, there would be a tour probably after all these, oh, right, 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 after all these albums. 
Yeah. Because that's when the cocaine comes in, right? Oh, sure. Did they talk about her in in drugs at all? Or was it one of those things where they were just like, oh, there was always drugs around. (laughs) They just like fluff it away. No. What, why do you, did, was she supposed to be a big druggie or something? Uh, no, I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't don't remember any. Yeah. I don't remember any salacious stuff in there. No. Mm -mm. No. Maybe. Although there was a part where she was uh, very skinny. Well, she was, yeah. In the documentary, there's a part where all of a sudden she's super skinny. So I I assumed, oh, this is when there was some, (laughs) not a lot of eating and some drugs were happening. I don't know. Maybe she was just naturally, I mean, she was very young. Yeah, true, true. I I love, I love, I love when she wears the, uh. The Boy Scout? It, it feels like she wears it all the time. And she probably, I love it. She probably did it once, and that's or where all the pictures a, come from. Or during one of the tours, perhaps. Yeah. I love that, too. I loved her style. <laughs> it is cool. And she definitely, um, what was I going to say? She definitely grows into her her looks. Like, she becomes, right. you know, because she's just like a, she kind of, at the beginning, she's normal, looks normal. You know what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, there's a light and something there's something magical and different that's happening. Does that make sense? Mm. She becomes Linda Ronstadt. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not the girl on the album cover with the pigs. So right, first, right. It's all of a sudden. Well, it's adulthood, there's, perhaps. There's, I'm guessing she was very young. Yeah. And then she got maybe good management that's like, right. hey, let you know, we want you to appeal to a broad audience, mm-hmm. not yeah. just young people. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. If I knew, I would, uh, I would do it for myself. <laughs> um, next ooh, up ooh, is it's here we me. Go. It's Blue Bayou. I just the song is so good. It's one of those that she does the low and then she yep. does the belt and it's just gorgeous. And again, a famous, famous song by Roy Orbison. Here we go, Blue Bayou. I feel so bad. I got a worried mind. I'm so lonesome all the time. Since I left my baby behind on Blue Bayou Saving nickels, saving dimes Working till the sun don't shine Looking forward to happier times on Blue Bayou that Don Henley is on uh, harmony vocals on this or background vocals but I didn't hear any background vocals in the part that we listened to maybe it comes later yeah maybe it comes near the end maybe I always love reading that there like Don Henley oh so, so was she just like hey I need background vocals can you come down to the studio yeah I'll come out you know what I mean it was a, it just feels like that's what that 70s community, yes. California Southern California community was right yeah I, I, I'll watch any documentary about any of uh, this time period Laurel Canyon, anything about Laurel Canyon, anything mm. about 
Joni Mitchell and Crosby, Stills and Nash, any of that. I'll yeah. watch it. Did you see the uh, David Crosby documentary? No. You should watch that one. Okay. I do follow him on Twitter and yes. I enjoy him. <laughs> he, yeah, he, um, uh, he's answered quite, he's answered my tweets, uh, quite a few times. And I love that it, like someone like, Oh, do you like any heavy metal? And he's like, no, no, like, he is not sparing nope. anyone's like, no, no he's not I wasting don't. any time. Yeah. Or just be like, please, <laughs> you know, just like, he's just like, no. What I found interesting in the tweets of his is Beatles favorite, mm-hmm. but then followed second by Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Yeah. I, I'm like, whoa, that's, that was interesting to me. <laughs> I know he just, but uh, he, I mean, not that they're not great, but right. I just didn't, that just is interesting to me. I know. Like, uh, I don't know what I thought would be second, but it, I didn't right. think it would be Steely Dan, but I mean, they're crazy. I mean, if you're a musician, you're hearing stuff that maybe I'm not hearing. Right. I mean, I love Steely Dan too, but I'm talking about the musicianship, you know what yes. I mean? Like I hear it and say, oh my God, that's amazing. But a musician might hear it and really go like, know how difficult that is. Right. I think after knowing Elliot, I do listen more um, judgmentally, I guess, <laughs> more <laughs> with more discerning ear to like some uh, um, uh, guitar solos. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, that's nothing. That's just yeah. you just randomly, you know, doing mm-hmm. a thing. And I, before, I guess I just would never have considered their difference, except yeah. I knew Elliot's were great because they had mm-hmm. it or their own little melody, their own little thing. Yeah. But anyway. You know whose guitar solos I love? And what band has great guitar solos? REO Speedwagon. Really? Gary Richrath plays amazing solos, like in songs that you don't even, like if I said, oh, this the this song has a guitar solo in it, you'd be like, that song doesn't have a guitar solo. And then- it's just roll like, with the changes. That's for that's fantastic. Keep that on one. loving you has an amazing guitar. So it's yes, it's it's so good, and it's just and it's there, but it's not overpowering. It's just right. it's just a part of the song, and huh. we move on. So all yeah. right, good good on him. Good on him, Gary Richrath. Rock, right. rock and peace, Gary. Rock. Oh gosh, <laughs> is he not with us? No, he's not with us. Ah, oh, and this is how I find out. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came? Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right. My next one is a Warren Zevon song, if I'm not correct. You're no. right. Yay. You're right. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> like I, uh, I'm a little scattered lately. Um, This is Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. So good. Now I have another song off of this one, and this is this is an, this is a big example of what we were talking about. She covers uh, the Rolling Stones' "Tumbling mm-hmm. Dice." Yeah, I mean that's a huge song for the yes. for the Rolling Stones, and yet you hear her version and you think it's it's hers. It's just as much hers. Yeah.
you would have thought someone would have said, we can't record a Rolling Stone song that they just, this was just their song a couple years ago. Yeah. But she's like, and what's cool, <laughs> what I love, I love like connecting stuff. Like Wadi Wachtel plays uh, electric guitar on that. And then later he is in the expensive winos with Keith Richards' band. Oh. So I wonder how, you know what I mean? I always like to see, hey, how do these things connect? You know? Hmm. <laughs> Very dismissive. No, no, no. Hmm. I think that that's lovely, Pat. That's interesting, Pat. <laughs> no, I uh, think that's uh, darling. This is what I think of. These are the things I think of. Let me ask you this. Let me mm. jump off topic for a second. Please. A second. Are, you a, are you an Academy Awards person? You watch the Academy Awards? Um, I didn't this year because I was on a plane. I was at my sorority reunion. Oh, okay. But I missed it. But I heard some things. <laughs> I knew of the winners. Did, and you, did you see any of the movie? Did you see The Parasite? I, I did. Yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. I, I, it was one of those that just stays with you and story turns mm-hmm. that you do not see coming. You know something bad's coming. You know but it's you just, coming. You have no idea what it is. You have no idea. And I, as a, I just thought that was wonderful. I thought it was wonderful. It was. It and was it had really its great. Own look and it's, uh, I, yeah, it's a really that stays with you that movie. So I think it was. Uh, I think it was the day after the Academy Awards. I'm talking to my mom on the phone and she's like, huh, "Did you see those Academy Awards?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes. What is this parasite? <laughs> I go, it's a, you know, it's it's great. Did you see it? I go, yes, it's great. She goes, would I like it? I go, well, it has subtitles, so you'd have to read it. And she goes, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did She's you see? Immediately out. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? Oh, I loved it. Oh god, those I are my two movie. favorites. So tell me, those songs, do people just record songs in different languages? Mm, yeah, there's... Like, yeah, cause I, yeah, I have like, those oh. Beatles songs. Yeah. And then there, the Bowie song yep. at the end. Yeah, I, ha- I think, I, I, like, I, think wow, I have those I versions, yeah. I, it didn't happen a, a lot. Okay. It didn't happen a lot, but it happens. For example, uh, I think I might have something here for you. Oh. Let me find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. People recording songs in different languages, it happens. I got that whole out al- that whole oh. album in Spanish. You do? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you don't? <laughs> Going crazy. Loco del Calor. Oh, no. You just groove into it. You love it. It's Dave. Sure. And then here we go. (laughs) Oh, my. Very much like Linda Ronstadt, who later on in her career sings some uh, Spanish language songs, some, does some albums. Yeah. Did, did, Why didn't they do a duet together? He obviously sings in Spanish. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? It'd be ridiculous. Uh, you just play, I just played Tumbling Dice now. We're so moving. I'm, oh, ju- am I, is it me? Just one look? Sure. Okay. Or, or did I jump? Did I jump ahead? I Doesn't matter. Sure. We're on the same album, so right. you go next. Yay. Just one look. Here we go. Just one look. 
Did I see you dressed up yeah, in this outfit did, before? Yes, I wanted to find it on my Insta. Yes. Yes, I this saw album it. cover is just one of the best in history, I think. I think it's so fantastic. It's really, uh, it's this, this picture. Yes, there you go. It's uh, it's Linda Ronstadt in uh, in short shorts and some oh the uh, roller skates the roller yes. skates and the uh, high tube socks. Uh, it just looks like that's a. F- it doesn't even look like that was a photo taken for an album. Right, it's just like that's a photo of her, and they're like, oh yeah, let's put that on the album. It's so great. It, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I tried to recreate it in my offices. Um, and it resulted in the next day them saying like, you can't roller skate in these offices. That's against oh, did the you get rules. In I did. A grown, well, what, a grown woman, you got in trouble. A grown woman, because we have these, we have these floors that are just these cement yeah. floors. So I and it, they're kind of it goes around, and I thought I'm gonna bring my roller skates, and so I did, <laughs> and I kind of skated from the room to my office to the bathroom, whatever. And other people were like, "This looks like fun. I'm gonna buy roller skates." And <laughs> it was gonna be a thing. It was gonna be a thing. Skate club. Yes, and then someone came in and shut it down. <sighs> and who's that person who doesn't enjoy fun? <sighs> I don't know. Some key jangler. Some, oh and by the God. way, oh, I, the HVAC in our building is so wonky. We are sweating in this. I mean, at, at one point I had a jumpsuit on, like a long sleeve jumpsuit. And luckily I had a t-shirt. Was in that my, Devo day? Is it that was when you Devo had day. But I took, I had to remove the top of the jumpsuit and put the t-shirt on because it was insane. What's where? Where are you writing the show? In, where you? We are in North Hollywood in just some building. Really? Yes. All right. That's not too bad of a commute, though, right? Well, a little over thirty minutes. I, right. Yeah, I guess I can't complain. Our offices are moving to like the Empire Center and in Burbank, that? like near the Burbank Airport. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a little bit schleppier, but All whatever. Right. I'm working. Here's one of those songs that uh, it's also from Living in the USA that um, she does a cover of, and maybe people didn't know that she did a cover of this song. I'm, I'm curious to see if you know. Here we go. Well, it's so funny to be seeing you after so long, girl. About the way you look, I understand that you were not impressed. But I heard you let that little friend of mine take off your party dress. I'm gonna predict David Sanborn. It is. I was like, (laughs) if it was any in the 70s, 80s, it's David Sanborn. It can't be anyone else. No one else. Her voice is so on point just in the quieter moments of Mm -hmm. that song. All of a sudden, it just like gets up there a little bit, just sneaks in there. Mm. All right, I love it. I, I do too. And this this next one, it gets me in the roller skating era. Like I can remember roller skating to this song, y'all. And this is from Mad Love? Yes. This is How Do I Make You. This is, this is such a good album.
So this is how she enters the 80s with Mad Love. It's like it's kind of a new wave-ish feel. She like said, I want to do some of that. Well, and you can roller skate to it. Did you, you ever roller skate, Pat? I'm not a good roller <gasps> skater. But did you back I in the did, day? I did, but I'm not good. <gasps> I'm not good at ice skating or roller skating. I, I know it's a different thing. I can ski, but I can't do, I'm not good at those other two things. I'm always like trying not to fall. I was good back in the day, but yeah. that was where you, that was where young people went. Yeah. Roller skating. And this is Texas. Do you remember what the uh, skating rink was where you would oh, go? Oh, yeah. There were several. Several. Um, Rollerland West. Rollerland. Rollerland West, but there, I guess, was another Rollerland. I don't know. I just knew of Rollerland West. You have to have roller in the title of the rink, right? Usually. Or Silver Wheel was another one. (laughs) And I'm sure there was some other one that I don't know that like when I'd go to visit my cousins and it was such a, a, a thing. It was, you know, and the older kids that would like go back behind and make out behind the, you know, building and. It was just a real center of uh, youth activity back in the day. Does uh, can Johnny skate? Is he skater? He does not like. He doesn't love it. No. Okay. What about Gary? Can he skate? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. I'm in, I'm in Gary's camp then. I can't. <laughs> Gary yeah, and I should skate I, together. Um, it's just it's such a there uh, such a time stamp on it for me that just that whole skating and um, the music and it's it's a it's very right there. Do you have uh, do you have rollerblades also? I can barely I say that word. I rollerblades. No roller I tried blading. one time, one time, mm-hmm. and I it was along um, Venice in okay. Venice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was some car for some reason that parked and opened its door right in my path, and I barely <laughs> avoided, I guess, crashing into it. And I'm like, yeah, this is not. Forget it. Yeah, you're no done. more. All right, you're out. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, what's uh, do I have a song That's off you. Mad Love? I do, you I do. do. She records. Uh, she recorded three Elvis Costello albums. Uh, the let me start over. She recorded three Elvis Costello songs on this album: Party Girl, Girls Talk, and Talking in the Dark. Weird. Here we go. This is I can't let go. Producer Peter Asher on tambourine on that song. Peter Asher, again, also supposed to be coming on the show soon. <gasps> hopefully in March. Yeah. How cool. Yeah, he has a book We've out. We've got to get Roy Thomas Baker in here. I've tried. He, he follows some, me on the Twitter. Yeah, me too. And sometimes he <laughs> likes my tweets. Yes. But um, but and he, I can't get a hold of him. I email oh. him and everything. He lives in Beverly Hills, I believe. That wow. would be crazy. That would be awesome. You want to be here if, you know if that it. happens? I mean, that's yeah, that would be crazy. Uh okay. Next album is Get Closer. You didn't have anything off this album. I I I think I did. Oh yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You do. This is um a Dolly Parton song sung with Dolly and Amy Lou. It's My Blue Tears. So this is uh the gateway to the trio. Yes. Here we go. Fly away from my way. 
Oh, yeah? Because it's just from the documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, I love that uh, her hair's gray and long, and she just looks gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't clock those things, Pat. <laughs> I clock men or women if they look great. I'm just, look how good he looks. Look how good she looks. Um, yeah, this is, and I guess this is Linda's last pop kind of an album for a while, too. And right. I'm going to play the title track if you... Uh, if you use close-up toothpaste, you remember it from, uh-huh. from the close-up. <laughs> if you're a Gen Xer. That's right. But here's <laughs> Get Closer. There's a video for this song, I remember. In the polka dot dress? Yeah. That album cover was a gatefold so that you could see the whole, the whole dress. success from 1967 to here she could have retired if she wanted to yeah but she doesn't she doesn't she does something different right and in the documentary they talk about it how she wanted to do some american standards mm-hmm. and like nelson riddle type things and and um and they were like well you know nelson riddle is still alive right. <laughs> you can you know record with him um, she, she was probably one of these people that was like oh he'll never want to do this with me like i love those people La la la. Get close up. Should be good. All right. So, uh, how do we reset? Yeah, so they talk, you were saying they talk in the documentary about her wanting to do the standards. Yes. And she wants to work with. With Nelson Riddle, like Nelson Riddle type songs. And they're like, you know, he's still alive. And so, and she asked him and they recorded a couple of these. Three. Oh gosh. Three of these. They did, uh, they do What's New, Lush Life, and For Sentimental Reasons. Well, this one is What'll I Do from What's New. Gone is the romance that was so 
Tis broken and cannot be mended You must go your way And I must go mine But now that our love dreams have ended What'll I do? It's very risky to do an album like this too when you have a fan base that knows you from, you know, uh, country or pop or rock and then you try this, but she nails it. I mean, no one else does it, did it better. I mean, Rod's, there's Rod Stewart albums. This is not good. They're not But this is, she can do it. Oh, and I remember kind of getting into them a little bit. And I remember when this song specifically came up in that Cheers episode do you remember when no, Diane left? No, I don't remember that, no. And they had this amazingly beautiful and poignant scene of seeing them as old people oh, together. Wow. I don't remember this oh, at all. Oh, it really made, imp- I mean, it made me cry. I can just remember, like, how, but, and, and I had to double check that it was that song, but I can, and so I I remember at that time, like, oh, I'm a young person, but it's still getting into those, yeah, yeah. those songs because they're beautiful and they were in Cheers, yeah, for so, heaven's sakes. So this probably alienated a little of the fan base, but at the same time, gained a whole new fan base. These three albums, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, this one is from uh, her second outing with the Nelson Riddle uh, Orchestra. Lush. Uh, this is from Lush Life. This is when I fall in love. When I fall in love. It will be forever Or I'll never fall in love In a restless world like this is Love is ended before it's begun too many moonlight kisses seem to melt in the warmth of the sun when I give my heart and let's do one more from the third uh, for sentimental reasons let's do my funny valentine Thou knowest not, my dim-witted friend, the picture thou hast made. Thy vacant brow and thy tousled hair conceal thy good intent. Thou noble, upright, truthful, sincere, and slightly dopey gent. You're my funny valentine. Sweet comic. I 
love that scene at the end of the documentary where she's in the living room singing with her. It's, I think it's her nephew and someone else. And they, I think the, the interviewer might say, see, you're singing. And she goes, that's not singing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So sad. Yeah. You, get, you know, when people get, what is, she has Parkinson's, right? I believe is that so. What she has? Yeah. And here's what I will say that I appreciate is you have people like Ray Charles or Willie Nelson who are singing, quote unquote, wait, like far too, like that, that where, when you hear the voice, it's like, oh, that person is near death. What I appreciate <laughs> is that she's like, you know what? I can't do everything I could do. I'm not going to do, do it at all. I'm not going to do it at all. And I, I appreciate that. I'm not going to disappoint my fans. Oh I'm not going to disappoint Lord. myself. I yeah. don't know if you've seen that clip of Willie Nelson singing The Rainbow Connection. And I saw it. And I said, oh, Willie Nelson, The Rainbow Connection. Two things that are amazing, and I'm going to get to see it together. And I clicked on it, and I'm like, I wish I could unsee this. It's horrifying. It's horrifying oh in many, God. many ways. I mean, I guess in two or three. But you know what I'm saying. Like yes. It's, it's, uh, and I just appreciate that, like, you, you know what? I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, but if Willie Nelson stops performing, does he... Does he just pass away a year after that? Like, does this keep him alive? Does this keep him? Maybe. You know what I mean? That's why you. Ozzy too. Oh my God, that new Ozzy album is terrible. But but Ozzy's done. I think Ozzy's done because he has Parkinson's now. And he just canceled. He just canceled all the tour dates. It's weird though. Like I I said this on a a couple episodes ago. Uh, Did did all this uh, stuff that Ozzy did to his body, did that cause him to eventually get Parkinson's disease. I don't know, you know that I mean? it works like that. I don't, I don't know. know how it works either. I don't know you're, how wait, that you're works. you're not a doctor? Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I'm, know how it works I'm either. I'm a little bit of a doctor, but um, I'm an internet doctor, sleuth. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know yeah, if there's I, a connection I don't know either. That. I don't know. I think it's just, it's, you know. I would guess no, but I don't know. But they somehow link wine drinking to cancer, so they can just link anything to anything. Yeah, really, they can just boop, boop, boop. Like they can How do anything. How much wine now. drinking? I don't know. Well, they say one glass a day ups your chance of cancer. I used to like my voice crank. I used to hear that a glass of red wine a day was good for you. Who knows? Who knows? Do you have a glass of red wine a day? Well, I have white wine, and I have more than a glass. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Mommy but, needs her sleepy juice. <laughs> no, but I, I am, yeah. I'm like, well, I have to just avoid all the other mm-hmm. factors. Yeah. So that, you know. Give us something. You don't smoke, so you right. know, you're not vaping. I work out. That's why yeah. my hair is wet. I was at yeah. the gym. Come on. Give us one thing we can do. Right. <laughs> Come on. Damn it, life. Uh, you have a song. It, it, we're we're out of the uh, out of our chronological order right now. But you have a song. I, yes, I have a song that mm-hmm. I brought that was on the Urban Cowboy soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it's a JD Souther uh, with uh, Linda Ronstadt, yeah. and it's lovely. It's called Hearts Against the Wind. And again, when Linda starts singing, it's a whole different thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> the police are coming. Hearts that love where no love goes Our gifts with no return They know the coldest wind that blows 
There's a, there's a song on the Get Closer albums, album that she sings with James Taylor. And I think, I believe he sings first and he sounds real good. But then when she <laughs> sings again, it's a whole different, yeah. it's just, it's like, oh, no one should really sing in le- with her unless it's Emmy Lou and Dolly because, well, or the guy coming up in a minute. Uh, these two guys do a pretty good job. Oh. Uh, this is uh, this is a song from an American tale, an animated film. Oh, yes. And this is with James Ingram. This is somewhere out there. This might have won an Academy Award, maybe. I think maybe. The best song. Somewhere out there Beneath the pale Someone's thinking of me And loving me tonight He's holding his own, I guess. Sure. Someone saying a prayer That we'll find one another In that big somewhere out there And even though I know how very far apart we are It helps to think we might be wishing on the same bright star And when the night wind starts to sing a lonesome lullaby It helps to think we're sleeping underneath the same big sky Goosebumps, goosebumps it's, well, it's, On arms and legs <laughs> I, I understand because oh. it's, uh, especially in the headphones it sounds incredible Oh my goodness, wow, uh, what a song so then she does uh, she does a couple trio albums. She does uh, one of her Spanish uh, language albums, and then she decides that she wants to get uh, back into the pop world. So she does an album in 1989 called "Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like the Wind," and she sings I think three or four songs with Aaron Neville on this album, and uh, and this is a, a huge success. And to see her with this big like he's very scary looking. This Aaron uh, yes. Neville, he's really scary Absolutely looking. Absolutely terrifying. Until he opens his mouth <laughs> yes. and he's like the sweetest. I think in the documentary she says something like, oh, you're going to fly to Los Angeles and we're going to record together. And I think he says, well, I'm going to have to ask my wife <laughs> if I can do that. But uh, this was the big, uh, this was, I think, the first one that they released, uh, Don't Know Much. Look at this face. I know the years are showing. And this voice doesn't come from that guy. That huge guy. It doesn't look like it at all. I still don't know where it's going. It's like if The Rock was singing. Right. I don't know much. But I know I love you. 
me be all I need to know Look at these eyes They've never seen what matters Look at these dreams So big and so better I don't know much But I know I love you You sing at all, Christy? I forget. Can you sing? No, <laughs> no. Although I did, uh, I was the mass singer at my son's uh, little fundraiser party. They did they karaoke did, night. They, they did a mask singer thing. No, I was the only one. It <laughs> you... was a karaoke night, and my husband uh, it was the master of ceremonies. Okay, Gary was, and I noticed there was like. Oh, that the t- their teacher was going to mm-hmm. be a mass singer, and I go, well, do you need another mass singer? I've got a bee costume. And um, he's like, yeah. So I did it. And the other guy dropped out. Like, or he sang, but he didn't put on a costume. Uh-huh. So here I am in my car. I race from work. And, you know, and I run in with the bee head and I <laughs> sing my song. I did Drift Away. All right. That's what I did. Um, but it was hard. I, those people who do that, it's hard to stick that mic up into that little. Into the mask? Yeah. Yeah. That First of all, that show drives me insane. <laughs> they, it's so, I mean. <sighs> Well, I, I don't even know where to start. Oh, it's total crazy making, it's, but those costumes are amazing. The and costumes are amazing, but it, it, when they're first of all, I don't, I don't get that panel. I mean, oh, the I understand, panel. I understand Robin Thicke, Thicke, and I understand the uh, the the gold, the girl that was in the uh, Nicole Shirt singer. Yes, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, I understand that they're singers and they, but uh, Jenny McCarthy, she doesn't know anything. Ken, Ken Jeong, I love him in movies when he's reading uh, words that someone else wrote, but as 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 a comedian, and as, uh, that's why they keep bringing on guest judges who are comedians because he's not carrying his weight. Then when they guess, it's like, oh, yeah. I think it's Mick Jagger, I think right. it's Michael Bolton, I think, I think it's, it's Barry Manilow, Barack Mello. Obama, and then it's yeah. and then it's David Faustino <laughs> it's for Married with Children. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? It's none, yeah. none of those people. None of those people are coming <sighs> to this show. It's, it's very funny that the what they guess. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we we're done, but I gotta uh, I gotta I gotta we gotta play out song. First of all, where can we find you on the Twitter and all the stuff? Um, oh, I I rarely tweet, but you, you don't can tweet find anymore. I just you like I'm some busy. stuff, maybe retweet some stuff, right? Um, at Christy S. Man, although Lisa Loeb followed me recently, Ooh, thank you for that. You I'm sure that came from here. Um, and I'm on Insta, I'm okay. on Instagram, you, just you, at Christy Stratton. Are you, uh, uh, do you do more on Instagram than, than uh, Probably, Twitter? but even that, it's, yeah. Yeah, all right. You're busy. Not busy. Um, if you could sing like Linda Ronstadt, would you ever have gone into writing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe, maybe you still write might want to write. Yeah. No. Did you ever write a song? Did you ever write lyrics? Jot them oh, down, some lyrics? I know, I've done like, sorority songs or mm. fraternity like parody songs um and like for skits and stuff like i know i have four um in fact i wrote one that's in an episode of bless the hearts um <laughs> but nothing no no not real songs okay when does bless the hearts uh come back for season two september september yeah so are they, has that first episode even begun the animation process yet? 
Yes. It has. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, we are deep in it. You're I'm deep like, in if it. I'm writing, okay. epi- yes. The first, because the first one I co wrote, okay. and that we've seen an animatic of, and it turned out great, but we make changes and tweaks mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, yeah, we're, we have to work way ahead on these things. And does a super buff uh, Kumail Nanjani ever stop by just to say hello? Well, I directed him on a pickup session just one time, mm-hmm. but we don't write him in as much because it's so hard to get him. Did he, did, so was he hard. shirtless when he did it? You saw the picture no, of him, I, right? I did. And what it's was so interesting was cool. when he came in, it was months before, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, what? I just, it surprised me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I liked him. I thought he was very yeah, nice. I love, he likes I to be read into his things, which I think is good and smart. And it gives a good performance mm-hmm. when someone is reading you into the, but. Uh, you mean, you mean someone reads the lines that he's, someone yes. acts with him. Yes. You could either just say your line five times and yeah. go on to the next one. Yeah. But what's great about him and because on King of the Hill, that's what we did. We mm-hmm. had the actors in the room and they would play with each other, but they just don't do that anymore. They don't. People don't have time. So they come in and just record four episodes and they, you know, just do one line four different ways and whatnot. But I liked how he wanted to genuinely feed off yeah, of that's cool. the material. And I thought that was good. Uh, I, I love the show, but that that is my favorite part. I love when she talks to uh, to Jesus. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I just love it. It's so good. And and when I heard his him doing the first it, it's time, so great. I was like, oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty it's cool. A good good yeah. cast. Good cast. Yeah. Strong. But I'll tell you, they're all so busy that we have to read um, at the table reads. We have to do it. Because there's no table reads with all they those people. They cannot make it. No. No one can make it. Yeah. Kristen Wiig's, Wiig is in uh, Wonder Woman 2. Sure. She's the villain. So uh, we, yeah, So it's all the writers. <laughs> read. I read um, Maya's part. Betty. Do you do a, do you do a, an imitation of Maya doing Betty, um, or do you just I, read it? I kind of just do a like a loud. I do a <laughs> you know, Jenny. What are what's going on in here? Like that kind of, <laughs> just to kind of give it that energy, which is is which you need, right? You need it. Nah. All right, Christy. Uh, we are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Kyle is at Kyle dot some funny. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com dot com for everything about the show. Uh, we are going to close it. Thank you for being here and fitting us into your super busy schedule. I feel like I've been tongue-tied the whole episode. No. Yeah, I feel like maybe a min- couple mini-strokes. I, I didn't notice <laughs> even one mini-stroke. All right, well, that's good. Uh, we are giving away Linda Ronstadt, The Sound of My Voice, uh, five uh, Blu-ray copies in conjunction with this episode. And this came from uh, a bunch of people that I had to uh, have some problems with. So we'll... Uh, <laughs> No, oh, the, this woman said that she was going to send them to me. And then, then they, they didn't come. They didn't come. They didn't come. And I kept emailing, emailing. No one would answer me back, emailing, emailing. And then eventually I did get a call on uh, my cell phone. This was just like two weeks ago. And it's a number I don't know, but I'm like, yeah, I'll click over for this. Hello. And the guy's like, hey, is this Pat Francis? I'm like, yeah. And he says who he is. And he goes, hey, I'm with the company that did the Linda Ronstadt documentary. And we are so sorry that no one got back to you. Uh, Olivia, we had to let her go. <laughs> you know, just a big, whole big thing. And then I go, oh, I was worried. I, I thought, was she sick? Did she die? He goes, no, she just wasn't really doing her job very well. Oh, so no. we kind of let her go. He goes, but I'm putting these in the mail myself today. And they came the next day, FedEx. So there we go. But I don't remember anyone's name because I've been dealing with this for so long. Oh, my goodness. But uh, Christy, again, always great to see you. Thank you for being here. And uh, you are the Lisa Loeb of our show. Oh, thank you. Because you sing a little and you have glasses and hair. <laughs> and things. <laughs> and things and all that. 
And this is, uh, this is from Simple Dreams. This is It's So Easy, which this is another Buddy Holly song. Here we go. <laughs> 